Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of You Got Me Fucked Up. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about how the love languages have us fucked up. So stay tuned and break them down with us. What's up, Sue? What's up? How's your week been? I am coming out of get being sick. Oh, great. Like a, yeah, thanks, like a, thanks for the heads up. Like a sinus, <laughs> like a sinus allergy type of like sick. I had that for like a whole month. So if I get it again yeah. because of you, then I'm pretty sure we're going to have to cancel this podcast forever. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel, I feel okay. It was all like in my throat and like my head and mm. it just wasn't, just wasn't feeling, I don't feel good still, but Wonderful. Yeah, you just six feet yeah. apart, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, on today's episode, we're gonna get into the love languages. Um, and I think this is an overdue one. Yeah, we've only been talking about it for like seven months. Yeah, but I just feel like everyone <laughs> understands what love languages is, but then it's kind of like, but do you really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're. It's interesting. It's it's a little. I think surface level complicated like when you first read them it's like oh okay I know what my love language is but really the point of them is to know how to communicate with your partner in the way that they need to be shown love yeah and I think it's it's something that's so simple yeah but it's hard over, it's hard and it's overlooked and it's it's just I think people have gotten to I think people have gotten used to just like, oh, what's your love language? But like actually living. Putting in the action. Yeah, putting in the action. It. Thank you. Thank you. I'm still kind of just. It's okay. Your you head know. is floating with that, that sinus infection. Um, but yeah, so let's get into the fuckery. I think before we get into the fuckery. So we're not getting into no, the fuckery? No, we are going to get into the fuckery. <laughs> but like uh, for all our listeners out there that don't know what love languages are, there's five of them. Yeah, and they were developed and written by an author named Gary Chapman. Yeah, and now he has like different series of love languages too, like yeah, love languages for singles, mm -hmm. love languages for like sure. children. Like you can, oh, I would love to read that. I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. He's but. broken it down into like subcategories. Kind of nice. I've, I haven't dived into it, but. No, neither have I, because I didn't even know. So thank you. Um, but yeah, I think he originally wrote these in like the 70s. 80s um I could be mistaken and I know that I first heard of them through a therapist mm. who suggested that I look into the love languages when I was struggling very hard with a partner to understand my love language I didn't know that's what I was trying to get him to understand yeah and this therapist was like take this quiz which they have online. Like, you can go online, take a quiz, and it'll tell you, like, what your strongest love language is. Yeah. So, the five love languages. There's five. There's the five of them. The five love languages are words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, access services, and gifts. And we can go into, like, briefly what each of them is supposed to mean. But, like, words of affirmations. But 
It's about using words to express your love or appreciation for your partner, to feel seen or supported or love. Physical touch, I feel like that's kind of self-explanatory, but it and it's not just sex. Yeah, it doesn't have to be in a sexual way, but just being touched lovely Hugged. by your partner. Yeah. Um, and then quality time, spending meaningful, undivided time with your partner. Access service, I think kind of confuses people. At least in the past, it's confused me. But by definition, doing helpful things for your partner that lessens some of their responsibilities. Mm. Talk dirty to me. That's <laughs> And then gifts, gift giving um, to your partner to let them know that you're thinking about them, like thoughtful gifts and stuff like that. But what's your love language, Caitlin? So I feel like my love language has changed over time. And in some ways, I know we've kind of talked about this, like maybe it's changed in specific relationships. But I, the more and more I think about that, I, I don't necessarily think I agree. I just think that as I've grown and evolved and changed so has my love language so Mm -hmm. for most of my life my love language was words of affirmation okay what was your second one i needed those like crazy that's how i received like knew that i was loved so i needed my partner to give me words of affirmation now how i showed love um i i gave words of affirmation but i think my main source of showing love was gifts i always love doing fun little projects and and things to you know make my partner know I'm thinking of them. There was a point where I built an entire office by hand for a partner, built the desk, made it all like Red Sox themed and had all these other things for him. And I'm always, I was always putting together and still am like little, little gift baskets, little things here and there going out and buying them an outfit. And that, I think that's how I show love. Mm-hmm. Um, these days though, how I receive love is definitely acts of service. There's nothing sexier to me than a guy that, like, takes care of some of the shit that makes my life a little easier. Yeah, I feel like that needs to be my love language. It's not anymore. I, I feel like I've gotten so independent. I'm just like, I'll just do it myself. I mean, you can still take the trash out for me because I have. As yeah, we I, know. We know. You don't take the trash <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, as I have as said before on this podcast, um, take the trash out for me. But uh, my love languages are words of affirmations for sure. And then now I feel like it's gifts. Um, I think it's gifts because they still make me feel seen and it makes me feel like you understand who I am as a person. Um, Like I've had friends like buy me Baby Yoda and like I think there was one time in my IG life where I was posting Baby Yoda memes all the time. Yeah, you were. Like all the time and then like. You guys were obsessed with it. I was obsessed. I would be at work talking about Baby Yoda. Yeah, she made a Baby Yoda cocktail. I think you and our coworker Lisa made one of our cocktails yeah. look like a baby Yoda at a certain point. And I think like for New Year's like pajama day, we were Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yes. <laughs> I was completely <laughs> obsessed with Baby Yoda. So I've had like birthday gifts with Baby Yoda and I've had friends send me Baby Yoda like little trinkets and stuff like that. So for me it's it's it at the age that I am now it's gifts because I feel like those gifts you are being thoughtful, you actually like know what I like and you're paying attention um and listening to me mm. but it used to be access services but I don't I think that was the only reason why I thought it was access service was because I was in my seven-year relationship and he never helped me with anything yeah and I, I don't look at access for me personally I don't look at access services like someone helping me you know it, it is in in concept but for me it's more like 
it's that thought of I'm going to do something that makes your day easier. easier. Yeah. Because I, I can b- buy myself gifts. I, you know, I, I have learned to give myself words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a big journey of mine to, to, to self love in that mm-hmm. way. Um, but you know, coming home and having an Ikea piece of furniture put together for me is like, let me take my pants off. I hate that shit. And it yeah. makes me so mad. I, I There is not a single time that I've bought something from like Ikea or Overstock and tried to put it together and not cried. Yeah. I can build something from scratch, wood, nails, all that shit, but give me Ikea and I, I hate everything. And so like, you know, something like that where, or I had a partner once like, we were on a vacation with my family and the grill, my dad, um, was cooking meat and started the whole grill on fire and I had to get, um, <laughs> a fire extinguisher out. I was a firefighter at the time and they're like, what do we do? And I'm like, here, move aside. Um, and put the fire out, but then the grill was like destroyed and my partner at the time, like the next day without even anyone asking, like went and cleaned it yeah, piece by piece. And that act of service like took that stress off my plate because otherwise I knew I, it would come down to me. Did you ever have any difficulties getting your love language met? Oh my God. Well, in my previous relationship and, and when I was a words of affirmation individual, mm-hmm. yes. Um, he was the, op- he was an acts of service person and I didn't understand what that was at yeah. the time at all. I was like, okay, whatever I, you know, but I just kept asking him, I needed words. I needed Mm-hmm. I had such anxiety in that relationship because the communication wasn't great. I needed those words of affirmation to help me feel at ease. And it was it, it was impossible to get them. I mean, I gave him literature. I broke down what words of affirmation looked like. I printed out packets to, to give him scripts, basically, of things that he could start putting into the relationship to help me feel more at ease and feel more loved and... I still got nothing in return. I mean, at, at a certain point, I was told he he told me he didn't even read them. That sucks. I think that, like, with the words of affirmation, which a lot of women tend to have, like, well, I don't know. I guess I can't say that for all women. But words of affirmation, I think it's the hardest one because you have to be very in tune with your feelings and be able to express your words and your emotions and feelings. And that's very hard because there's a level of vulnerability that needs to go with words of affirmation and being able to give that. And I think that being involved with me, it's been the hardest for a lot of people because I think at one point I needed so much of it. So I had, sure. to, so I had to learn how to give the words of affirmation to myself. I think I, that's a great point. And, yeah. and, and in that previous relationship, you know, and I always like to take responsibility for my actions within a relationship is like, I think I was, needed those to an extreme amount mm-hmm. and and that that takes a toll and that's hard for anyone you that's know? A, yeah it's a large it's a large bill to ask for someone to pay for when it has when a lot of it's a lot of the self-work but with that being said with just like words of affirmation being a really difficult one I think that in the situation that I'm currently in I'm constantly asking for words of affirmation and I I know that it's hard for him because he's he has a difficult time expressing his feelings. Um, and I think that also 
being able to express your feelings is knowing your feelings too. Sure. Knowing your, knowing your feelings and knowing your emotions. So that's also been a struggle because I think that a lot of men don't, aren't very in tune with their emotions or feelings in a way that they know how to like articulate them. Like how can, how can I expect him to tell me how he feels when he doesn't even know how he feels himself? Sure. And, and we've talked about this in, in previous episodds, you know, this social construct of men aren't supposed to talk you about know, their talk feelings. about their feelings yeah. and feel their feelings, right. you know, um, and we're moving away from that as a society. And I think that's wonderful. Yeah. But for the men that we're dating at our age, they're still a product <laughs> of that. Yeah. You know? And it's and it's hard. But I, I also it's also it's like in the struggles of being a person whose love language is words of affirmations like it's always like how do you not know i care about you how do you not know it's like that was a big response that i would get from that individual it's like i i know that you care about me and i know that you love me but like just because you feel that doesn't necessarily mean that i feel that yeah and and words of affirmation is a really hard one to describe and on the flip side of things i am now dating yeah. A words of affirmation person who needs words of affirmation. That's yeah. his biggest love language. And I see it from the other side now. And it is really, it can be difficult, mm-hmm. you know? It is. Um, but <clears throat> I the think- whole point of the love language test is to understand how to love your partner better and in a way for them to yeah. receive that love. So knowing this is a gift, you know? It can be a challenging gift at times, but it has helped me to be able to, in those moments where that individual is having doubts or that individual is feeling really anxious about the relationship, to be able to give them what they need and and communicate in a way where it lands for them. Yeah, I mean, it's languages, right? So if if we're bringing it down... In simple terms, like I speak Spanish and you are speaking Dutch to me, like Dutch is your language, but if you're speaking Dutch to me, like I don't understand that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna receive what you have to say because I don't know what the hell you're fucking saying, you know? Right. So it's the same, it's the same way. And sometimes when I have to dumb it down like that for my partners or whatever, <laughs> it's, it's just been like, oh yeah, I get it. But it's like, but do you really get it? <laughs> do you really get it? Cause I just had to dumb it down. But I guess um, let's get into like difficulties of like our personal experience of meeting someone else's love language. I think one for me that's always been hard is touch. Yeah. I'm not a very affectionate person. Like I didn't grow up hugging or kissing my mom or like hugging my family members, stuff like that. Like I've only learned that as I grew older, but it's still something that's really hard. So that's the hardest one for me as well. I am. Um. I'm cold in a lot of ways, you yeah. know, uh, and I'm loving in, in many other ways. But mm-hmm. touch, again, I was not a hugger. Yeah. I remember when I went to this program when I was younger, there was this one counselor. She would give hugs and she just knew yeah. not even to try to hug me because they just made me uncomfortable. I don't, you know, and I, I know that was like a personal thing that I mm-hmm. needed to work through and I, I worked through it more and more. But, you know, I'm not a cuddler. I don't want to cuddle at night. I'll give you five minutes and then get away from me. You're hot and I don't want to be touched and I need room to move my arm. And why don't we have like a three times king size bed? Because that would make me happy. (laughs) Um, And that's really hard 
that's not to say that we're not romantic or enjoy the, you know, other parts of a relationship, but yeah. that like intimacy that comes from just like subtle touch and and kind touch. Yeah. That's that's a hard thing for me. I used to think that I wanted more physical affection and i'm like get off me please don't touch me yeah and then i got a partner afterwards who was so like his love language was touch he would just touch me all the time and i'd be like bro like get off me i bought a second couch so that i could have my own space yeah And, and, and and it's like i'm like it's not because i don't love you it's just like i need my space yeah i if when i was with yeah when I was with a partner whose love language was touch, like he just always wanted to cuddle me and just always wanted to sit next to me, just wanted to be on top of me. <laughs> and like, I would just be like, yo, like this is a lot. Like I like subtle PDA and I like subtle touches. There are moments where like, yeah, I want to be all over you and on top of you. But like, I don't know. The touch thing is really hard. And then also I want to add that like a lot of men say that their love language is touch. But for me, I think that some of them are um, conflating sex with touch. I agree completely. And they're different. They're completely different. Sex is a way to express your love. Absolutely. Sure, but I don't equate that into the touch portion of yeah, a love language. Because I did an IG uh Apple. I'm sorry, guys. I'm talking all over my words today. Um, bear with me. But I did an IG poll, and a lot of men said that their love language was touch, and I was just like, because why? Because you guys are horny motherfuckers. Like, yeah, so I don't different. even. I don't even think you guys understand that. Like, it's not about me giving you a hand job or wanting. You're to, giving hand jobs too? or like <laughs> wanting to like jump on you like that. Like, we're talking about touch. Like, you know. Intimate. Intimate touch. Non-sexual uh, those, Non-sexual, those moments of, of quiet intimacy. Yeah. Because I will say that my part, one of my partner, my past partners, his was touch, but also one of his requirements was, well, not requirements. Um, requests. Request. <laughs> but the way that he presented it was like, oh, this needs to happen was sex. Mm. And it was like sex all the time we can go through a we can go through a whole nother uh episode about that I'm dating but, a person that has sex all the time yeah <laughs> all the time it was just i don't know but i think that's when he didn't understand love languages so i sure. would say that like it's for you to show commitment to your partner and when you guys get to the topic of love languages just truly understanding how break it down yeah and and just like we talk about anything like get to the root don't look yeah. at just the surface. Touch. Okay, sex. No, break it down. What does touch mean to you? Why does that why does that make you feel yeah. loved? I think a real difficult thing that I found in a relationship dynamic was when I was dating the individual who was acts of service um, as his main way of expressing love, and it was also his main way of receiving love, was acts of service and quality time. Oh, okay. Um my a big issue that arose because I was a words of affirmation person is I would do these acts of service for him. And then if I didn't receive words of affirmation in the way that I wanted them after that, mm -hmm. I would get bitter. 
And then I was really toxic in a way. And I would almost hold the things that I did over his head, which takes the love out of them, you know? So you were doing to receive something in return, which would be the words of affirmation. And it wasn't like that at the beginning, but because over time I wasn't getting words of affirmation, I was feeling really anxious and feeling really unloved. Mm -hmm. I would do these grand gestures Mm -hmm. of like acts of service or massive gifts or things like that in hopes of receiving the words of affirmation that I was so desperately trying to get and then when that still wouldn't work yeah then you know he would express like you do these things for me but then you make me then you hold them over me and in the time I was just like mad and I was like that's not the case this and that but after some reflection it was like yeah I I was yeah which is not okay um obviously I was seeking something that I wasn't receiving but I was responding in a really negative way to that and I was manipulating his love language to try to receive my love language which is not okay yeah well at that point it probably was a little bit of self-care and self-love that you had to give yourself so that you weren't um putting such full responsibility onto your partner exactly that is um an episode within itself (laughs) because i think we all tend to do that as we learn a lot more about ourselves and you know taking responsibility for like what's our shit and what's their shit you know and then but yeah, with the whole love language, that is just you, um, you know, asking for a need. So I guess we can get to the unfuck. But um, how do you p- use the love languages correctly? So I found this thing on IG, which was so cute. Ooh, share. Um, I just put hashtags love languages, but it's. It's the five love languages, and it's about a taco. Okay. <laughs> but, like, if your love language was words of affirmation, you you would tell your partner, your tacos are delicious. I okay. love it when you cook tacos for me. If your love language is acts of services, you'd be like, I made your favorite tacos tonight. If your love language, if your partner's love language is receiving gifts, you'd be like, I went out and got you your favorite tacos from your favorite spot. Okay. And then if your partner's love language is quality time, you'd be like, let's go out for tacos tonight. And physical touch, I'll eat you like a taco. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a that's a more physical way, but then also, like, let me hold you like a taco. There you go. But I was like, um, that is so cute because it's something so simple. And but like, it does break it down. Yeah, it broke it down. And I was like, oh, tacos. I love tacos. So let's share this on the, <laughs> on the podcast. But I love tacos too. I think that it's really hard. And I I have, like you in the past, I've tried to give it, I've tried to give my partners examples of like how to like make me feel loved. Like one of my big ones is like for gifts. Like I love flowers. Love flowers. Mm-hmm. Just send me flowers. I don't even care. Like, and they make me so happy. Every time I look at them, I think about you. Um, they make me feel special. And it's just trying to express your needs. And I just, I think that for people, it's really hard to, to, to take advice sometimes how to love someone else because you you see it as like there's something wrong with me or oh i'm not doing it right oh oh, then yeah that ego gets in the way you know or it's taken as like well then maybe i'm just not the right person for you because everyone thinks that things should just be done organically oh 
I'm so glad you're bringing that up. You know up what I mean? And it's like, no, like I'm it trying It takes to, work. It takes work. It takes time. We are growing, evolving people every day. Like taking some pointers from someone else doesn't. It's just like in the bedroom. Like, yeah. Listen, when you are dating a mature woman or man and you are engaging in a sexual relationship with them, you talk about your needs in the bedroom, right? Yeah. So that both individuals are satisfied in a way that is good for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the same outside of the bedroom. Yeah. Like you got to communicate your needs and you have to, as a partner, be open to the fact that you may, may need to do things a little differently but that to reach yeah. your partner's needs. It's nothing against you as a person. It's just you're choosing to love that partner. So you need to choose to love that partner the way they need to be loved yeah they i don't think it's anything to take personally and it doesn't mean that like you're not the person for me or that it diminishes the connection the initial connection that you guys had at the beginning of the relationship it just means that we gotta work harder to stay together yeah that honeymoon phase is a thing guys like Mm -hmm. after that goes like yeah this is the stuff that you do to make sure that you yeah. can go the long haul. Breaking these things down and and choosing to show up and see your partner as right. who they are each individual day. And I also another thing that I've gotten being words of affirmation, it's just like, well, I feel like if I say it too many times to you, then it doesn't mean much. And it's like, no, I want to hear how much you love me. And I don't care how many times I hear it. Yes, there's an art to like, don't say it every two seconds. But sure. like, you know what I mean? Like, Say it when you mean it and say, say it. And say it. Or if you feel like, hey, like, I don't think I've given my partner a compliment. Mm. Maybe I need to say something today so she can feel loved or he can feel loved today. Yeah. But like, I just, I think that it's just taking the initiative of just doing what is asked. Yeah, that one, that one hits hard, Sue. I mean, there was a point when I was words of affirmation when my partner literally told me, I don't tell you I love you because I think you need it too much. So I'm not going to do it because I think you need to just figure it out. And oh. I was like, And I was so pathetic at the time that I was like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. No. Because I had no self-love, right? You know what I mean? Or not enough. I had some, and it was was kind of scraped down in the years of that relationship. But, yeah, that was a point when I was trying to describe, like, I need this as a word of affirmation person. And their response was, no, I don't do that because you need it too much. Yeah, well. You need to hear that you're loved, so I'm not going to tell you that you're loved to try to teach you that you're loved. I'm like, what? (laughs) That's abusive <laughs> fucking asshole. Thank God you're not with him anymore. But yeah, it's just 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 being open and that when someone tries to, you know, give you pointers of how to love them better, it doesn't mean anything less of you or that your connection or that you're not the right person for them. But I think that um part of also the unfuck is how do you balance being your partner's how do you balance Tethering between loving, loving your partner's, no, loving your partner in their love language when it's so foreign to you Mm. is so hard because it's a constant reminder. It is a constant reminder. And going back to what I just said, I think that, you know, I think that played a huge part. Like hearing I love you, hearing words of affirmation was not a part of my, one of my previous partner's life, culture, growing up mm-hmm. so being with someone that was like i need it i need it i need it i need it and then they were probably just like 
I, I, don't, I don't know how to do this. I yeah. don't know what this looks like. I've never seen this. Mm-hmm. So how am I supposed to give it to you? I mean, that's hard. It is hard. And I, I, I empathize and I understand that and stepping outside of it and seeing the big picture, like I'm not angry about the things that happen because I understand that they're often influenced by your own upbringing, your own trauma. Yeah. Um, but it is hard. I mean, it's hard when it's something that's not easily given. Like it's something that you don't easily give to anyone. So then let sure. alone giving it to a partner who actually needs it. Like when I was with a partner who his love language was touch, it was so hard because it was just like, so what do you do in that scenario? What did you do to try to be a better partner, even though it was something that almost repulsed you? And I don't mean that, you know, maybe that's too strong, but maybe at times it did. I mean, it did because it was like, he would beat me to the punch. I'd be like, Oh, okay. I want to go hug him. And he would beat me to the punch because he needed it so much that Mm. like, I was like, "Uh, you're already beating me to the punch. I don't even know how to like give it to you without feeling like you're prompting it you know what I mean so I'm I experienced some of that in my current relationship words of affirmation individual and touch individual and I mean they're pretty much tit for tat with him um and I feel the same way where I'm like I want to go try to do this but he's already needing yeah but then I realized like maybe my role isn't to just go give it but it's just to be open to receive it yes so that to leave my arms open and to not not coil Clip, up yeah. because that's mine and it's nothing to do with my partner i care so deeply you know yeah and i care so deeply for my mother and my friends my best friend and i don't hug when we hug we think it's weird we only hug each other because we have what? to hug all the other people that are hugging each other and then we go to hug each other because we're like well we've hugged everyone else <laughs> we might as well hug each other this is my best friend of 17 years you know and she's very much like me where we're just not touch people uh i think i think that we also have talked about this off air but i think that there are certain people or certain partners that bring certain things out of you like when you say that you don't you don't physically um show affection to your um your best friend i'm the opposite like i don't mind cuddling with her i don't mind like (laughs) touching her and stuff like that and i think there is there is a safety of like there is a level of like being rejected when you do give someone their love language or give anyone this type of love but i think you have to remind yourself like their love language is a way of showing your commitment to their to the relationship and to them to that yes because you're showing up every day loving them in the way they need to be loved. loved yeah and no matter what that is and if it changes for them, mm-hmm. it just shows that you are in tune and and putting in the effort to love your partner. And I yeah. think that goes a really long way in a relationship. Yeah. I will say that like when you mentioned the whole like partner touch, I do remember him telling me like, can you just let me cuddle you for like 10 minutes without you like getting hot or like oh kicking my God, me all off the time. you? And I was like, okay. And I just like sat there for like 10 minutes. Like, I had to just oh. letting him cuddle me. And I was just like, oh, I'm getting so hot but right now. I had to sit my current partner down recently and, and break it down to him and be like, B, this is not a you thing. This has been a consistent issue in all my relationships. Yeah. Every partner I've ever been with is like, can you just not be hot today for like a little while so that Mm -hmm. I can have cuddles? 
And I'm like, yeah, you get like 10 minutes. Let's put, I, I'd be like, let's put an alarm on because yeah. I don't want you stretching past your 10 minutes. Because I'm like, the whole time I'm just like, oh God, I just wish we could, we could just wrap a leg but together. I think, but I think that there's subtle ways of doing it because I dated a, I dated another person whose love language was touch. And it wasn't always sexual for him. But like if we were out, he would like touch my knee and he would just like caress it. And for whatever reason, I'd love the fuck out of that shit. I was (laughs) like, we would be out in public and he would just like, it was a way of him just like claiming like this is my girl. And like he would just like always like caress. Like I'm doing it right now because like he would just always. She's she's looking really soothed too. He'd always like do it and I just loved it or like. Anytime he was leading me through a crowd, he'd like put his hand out and he would want to hold my hand. I think there's subtle ways. I and yeah, maybe and I it's like just that. my maybe it's this is just my distaste for <laughs> Slim Shady, but like the overly thing. I think that don't you think that there's like how we say that our need for words of affirmation is so much at one point was so much that we had to learn like this is such a big bill to give to someone i need to take some of the load off and give myself the self love don't you think that that's well, what's possible for the the physical touch people i do and here's one of the reasons why i think that is i think that words of affirmation and physical touch can sometimes be tied to one another except for and i could be wrong and please slide into the dms and tell us we're wrong when you think we are because we love to learn but um i think words of affirmation tends to be very female heavy and touch tends to be very male heavy but touch is the male version of words of affirmation yeah you know what i mean it's like it's it's it can be overly needy the way that words of affirmation are for a woman and it's it's their anxiety i mean we're i I feel like people with anxiety tend to have those two as as their lead ones i mean we should have grabbed a guy for this one who was lovely which is such but i'm just saying like to like if i were to talk to slim shady i'd be like bro like to some level i get that you need touch but there's got to be a way that you can give yourself some of the love so it doesn't feel exactly. like every hour that I'm around you, you want to fucking suffocate me. Yes, like it, it, sh- it can be suffocating. It can be so suffocating. And so can words about uh, needing to oh, tell absolutely. someone that they, the same thing over and over, over again, again. Can, be, can be deafening and suffocating too. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I've told you this a million, I don't want to yeah. tell you it again. Like, why don't you hear me? I want to yeah. shake you, you know? And so I guess like in the unfuck, what I would ask like our I mean, I ask this myself all the time, like how much of the things that I go through or are how much of it's my responsibility and how much of it is is it someone else's Mm. and what can I do to take care of my side of the street and what's theirs to take care of on their side of the street. And I think that with the words of affirmation, like sometimes if it's not very blatant with me, like if it's not a very clear, like I miss you today, like I woke up thinking about you and I just miss like hearing you talk because I love your voice, you know, like if it's not clear like that and it's something like very like uh, simple, like, um, hey, what's up? And and you think that's words of affirmation because you're starting a conversation yeah. with me and I'm like, okay, but that's just right. standard. Or, or if it's just like simple as like, oh, I liked your outfit. To, let me see your, let me see your outfit. Oh, I liked your outfit today. I don't, that wouldn't have registered as words of affirmation mm. for me if it isn't so blatantly clear. And then I had to start asking myself like, <clears throat> you know, how much of it is your partner and how much of it is it you? And if it is somewhat more on your plate, then, you know, how much of it can you take of like, 
How much can you do yourself? Yeah, how much can you do yourself and how much can you take accountability and try to love yourself through it and then not putting so much of it on so much your, on your partner. partner because and then even as a partner who feels like they're constantly getting I get, I think one of the cues where you're constantly getting so much pushback from your partner where it's like, "Oh my god, this is too much." Or you know, you have to sit back and ask yourself like, "What is it that I need that I can't 100% get from my partner?" Is it solely all my partner who's just not getting my love language or is it some of me that i need to give back to myself Amen. so i'm not com- i'm not completely asking 175 percent of it from my partner i couldn't agree more yeah it's really important it is really important i think that you know part of the unfuck is is taking some accountability for ourselves for like how we love and how much we expect from our partners and giving grace to our partners who are learning a language yeah. that they don't no at all give time give grace and if there's no effort going in walk away because then they're not meeting you at the table Mm -hmm. you know what i mean if like literally you're handing them literature and and giving them scripts and you get nothing in return it might be time to walk away but if they're trying yeah recognize the try because you have to recognize and you also have to recognize like they're not going to be able to give you their your love language right off the bat like it's going to take a lot of time but you also have to recognize the other ways that they give you love like yes you need to see that mm-hmm. their way of communicating love to right. start to open your eyes to that be more aware of yeah. what's happening yeah so that when and i and because i didn't do this in a previous relationship um i've made a point after that one ended and I started dating other people to write down when I noticed yeah. them doing things that were clearly specifically being done. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, it didn't even mean I knew their love language yet, but I was like, that was a really nice moment. Let me write that because sometimes you, you have go to go back, back to that and, and look at it and Absolutely. go, they do things for you. It they may not do. be the way that you want it in your mind or right. need it in your heart. But you need to see that things yeah. are being done because I overlooked a lot of things in my mm-hmm. past relationship that that I should, you know, and that I'm sorry that I didn't see. Yeah. And then, yeah, from my experience with my current situation, like we're long distance and I have to constantly remind me, myself of the little things that he does do. Like when he talks to me one while he's at work, knowing that like he works really like rough hours and stuff like that like I remember talking to my therapist and she's like doesn't sound like he doesn't care about you he just doesn't know how to meet you there yet Mm. but it doesn't mean that he's not trying so I remember my therapist was like anytime that you feel like he doesn't care about you why don't you look back in the text messages and find things so and then when I started doing that exercise I started screenshotting some of the things and then I would go back to it and it would make me happy because it would be like oh he does care about me but like you know that was a conversation that I could have started with him and we could have fought over it again but that was me taking some of the responsibility of how do I find ways and show my partner grace and the fact that he is trying to love me he's just not completely there but yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's a lot of looking in within yourself and looking at your partner and talking together, but love languages can be a great fucking thing. And the other tool that's a really great thing and a great way for us to transition out of this episode and get you ready for our next episode is we talked a lot about anxiety and how yeah. they can lead to certain love languages. Well, there's another um, breakdown of relationship yes. styles, which are anxious versus avoidant. And then there's... Uh, the combination. Yeah. And then there, there's secure. There's four. So there's 
disorganized, anxious, avoidant, and secure. And we're going to talk about those yeah. on our next episode because... I feel like that's a whole nother, that's a whole, it's nother a whole nother layer. level and a whole nother layer, but it's, and it, it's one that requires a lot of self-reflection, but it is a wonderful tool to use when you yeah. begin to explore new relationships that's, and a tool mm-hmm. to use in your current relationships to that's, understand why and where you are. I'm going to be super excited about that one because I've been completely obsessed with this attachment theory style within the last like two years yeah like, I've I was listening to a podcast and when it was introduced to me I was like wow this is like love languages is like first grade yeah. or like elementary and then anxious and avoidant and all those styles attachment styles is literally high school or maybe college honest high school versus college yeah you know yeah it's it's, it's, it's just it's the next step and it's a deeper evaluation <clears throat> and it has served me well to understand myself within mm-hmm those attachment styles and also to understand my previous relationships and find forgiveness because of them and look at my current relationships and find guidance with it. And also with the attachment style, which is going to be a really interesting episode and I'm getting so excited about it now is that it's also attached to like how our parents loved us. Absolutely. It goes really deep. And then then we get into our child stuff. like this is going to get crazy, but we're going to end here for today on love languages and we can't wait to see you guys or Talk to you guys in a week. See you soon.